Hello and welcome back to the fifth episode of Paranatural Unveiling. I'm Jerry. I'm Katie. Today we're going to talk about Valley Hill Shrine and Maple Grove Cemetery. So now, whenever you went on these, and I'll, I'll be honest with you, right now we're not together as we normally are. We are trying to do this like Skyping. Not sure how this is going to work. But whenever you went on these investigations, I was actually occupied doing other stuff. So I wasn't able to participate in these investigations. So I think you started at, you went to uh, Valley Hill Shrine first, right? Yes. Yeah, we done an investigation at Valley Hill and then we left and went to Maple Grove. Okay, so now what made you leave Valley Hill? Because I, how long was you, how long were you out there? We were there for about an hour to an hour and a half. Um, we really didn't get a whole lot of evidence surrounding the rumors that people have talked about about things they see there. Yeah, now Valley Hill Shrine, we're not trying to say it's haunted or anything like that. Valley Hill Shrine's mainly known for pictures of golden light and golden showers and angels and Jesus and Mary popping into the pictures and stuff like that. And I think Yeah, we, it's a place to worship. It's still used to this day. Some people still go up there and pray and leave offerings. Yeah, now we went out there once before back in 18... And we did try a little something just to see if we couldn't get um, EVP with, um, we're just going to have to go with angels, something angelic or something out there. Uh, We got nothing, but we're not done with that. Uh, We've talked about going back out there again, taking more pictures and stuff like that, trying to uh, get pictures of the golden lights and halos and things but we do have a youtube uh, a video of that up on our youtube channel because we don't want to hide anything from y'all and we don't want to make y'all think that we're doing anything so not every one of our videos on our youtube channel is going to have evidence of anything you know because that's just how this goes you might go and do an investigation and you might come out with nothing that's just part of it. They want to talk to you. They want to talk to you. They don't. They don't. Right. And it didn't help matters that we had done a TikTok, a TikTok live, excuse me, and the whole hour to hour and a half that we had on the live somehow vanished, and I did not get that footage back. Yeah, TikTok is, they got issues, because that's not the first yes. time. That wasn't no, even, that wasn't even the last time that that's happened. Like, we like going live for our viewers, but then the footage that we're using, TikTok's not saving it. It's not getting stored. We're, we can't reuse it and put it into the the channel. We're gonna have to work on something else for that. <clears throat> Most definitely, because we get a lot of engagement when we go live which is great because people like to you know have the first hand experiences and kind of 
get to see what's going on kind of behind the scenes and everything but the fact that they're not storing these lives it cuts out a lot of footage for us to use and if we did get any type of evidence it's now gone yeah but going back to valley hill i believe it was 1995 is when the first reported um golden showers were were taken it was a sunday school teacher and she had her class out there and it's a it's a very nice place if you've never been i suggest you go it's uh on the outskirts of springfield kentucky but it's uh <clears throat> they've got little shrines looks like they were in the middle of them maybe still building uh, a small church out there um it's a good little walk they got stairs going up through the woods going up to another shrine all around it's a nice little place but pretty sure it was 95 they were out and one of the students said they saw a golden aura or something coming out of the uh, the trees and then pretty soon majority of all of the students were covered in this golden light and the teacher the sunday school teacher actually pulled her camera out and took a photo of it and then it went kind of viral went into the uh, local newspaper and made it on uh, the news channel out of louisville it kind of took that small community of washington county by storm and then everybody pretty much ever since has been hunting for more uh, halos jesus golden showers and flakes most of it by uh scientists and other paranormal communities have written it off as mostly uh camera trailers and and um flares yeah but because of that though i mean it has gained a lot of tourist attraction if you go up there now the, the main shrine when you walk up those stairs is full of offerings and things that people have left in honor of loved ones and just memorabilia items really mm -hmm. so now was there any anything at all happened when you were out there to valley hill we got a couple names. Um, got the name Tiffany. So you you were doing um, you're doing EVP sessions out there. Um, I think that one was our investigator Aaron. He was actually using Obulus on the ghost tube, and as soon as he walked down one of the paths, I mean, it wasn't no later than him saying, "Is somebody here with us?" He got the name Tiffany, almost like a just automatic response. Uh. The live footage that we had, the only thing we really captured that I thought was kind of strange, maybe just a coincidence, is we was walking back in the woods and we found this clearing, and there was a small shrine back by the clearing, and on the ovulus it said, leave here, and then right afterwards it said ritual, which I mean, you know, at a shrine, you know, people do practice rituals, but... You said you got that on Ghost Tube? Uh, yeah. Yeah. See, yeah, I got the one that goes. That's just, I don't like Ghost Tube. I use it because we use it, but I don't like it. I don't trust it. That's why, like, I try to use 
multiple things like the spirit box and the ghost tube or whatever and if the ghost tube and the yeah. spirit box say the same thing then i'm more inclined to listen <clears throat> i definitely like when we use our audio recorder and our spirit box a whole lot better because you're more likely to be able to get intelligent responses versus ovulus where if you get a sentence on the ovulus it's rare but you know you're bound to determined to get a word here and there right and the only thing that sets off and gives words like using the uh, word bank out of ghost tube app it randomly selects words out of the word bank every time that there's a fluctuation in the electromagnetic field around it so if you walk too close to a power line or if there's magnetic plates that we can't see or nothing like that under the ground which i know they're everywhere you run run across those or something it's going to pull word out <clears throat> so that's why i think it has its uses but for the most part i'm, I'm on the fence yeah, I wouldn't say Valley Hills really anywhere to go to look for ghosts. It is beautiful to check out, walk around. The scenery and the nature around it's really pretty. I wouldn't say there's anything paranormal really happening there, in my own opinion. Yeah, I mean, and when with all the photos of the, again, halos, golden lights, Jesus, Mary, you wouldn't think that you would hear anything about leave and rituals so that's why i'm like see i don't i don't trust it i think it's right. it's built and in its specific word bank it has these words because they're a little bit more spooky and it adds to the thrill factor whenever you're out in a dark area don't know your surroundings you're trying to do an investigation but <clears throat> right and even going over the footage that we did have you know, we've been to our previous investigations. Sometimes we'll catch stuff that come over the video audio. Whereas this one, I haven't, I couldn't hear anything, not unless anybody else captures, because sometimes other people hear things that you don't. I didn't really hear anything come through the video audio as I was going over the footage. Not you. Okay. So, after basically walking around for an hour and a half, just kind of sightseeing which also that was um aaron's first investigation with us so it was yeah. it was also like a trial run see how aaron works out um but then y'all packed up because you wanted i guess you were really wanting to go to maple grove cemetery that's yeah. where you that's where you really wanted to go so now maple grove cemetery that's low that's out towards is it down bloomfield bloomfield see i was off now what's the story back there because i know i can't remember the names i know there was two couples that are buried together the Buchamp and cook lovers tragedy <laughs> normally can't say that word so, back in the day, she had had an affair, and when they found her having the affair, they had locked them both up, and 
they had actually planned to kill themselves so they could be together and they're actually buried in that cemetery in the same casket with their with their arms interlocked with each other buried in that cemetery together so i always thought that was kind of neat because edgar Allan poe actually has one of his poems or books is based on that tragedy tragedy i said that right that time (laughs) yeah it was kind of neat when it because i remember again i wasn't part of this particular investigation but we did go back there i think it was in 2018 as well when we went out there when we first heard about it and it was just a neat piece of history almost like a an easter egg that something here in kentucky influenced edgar Allan poe and so hold on a second i think we're having internet issues there moving i'm here you just kind <laughs> of me yeah you just kind of got real pixelated and all right oh but um yeah influenced edgar Allan poe out of something here just out of kentucky and then when we did go we done our investigation we walked around we got our pictures did all of our video and But the strange thing was every bit of our audio on all of the video cameras, on all of our audio recorders, everything came back completely blank. Yeah, it was almost like something had completely blocked out the reception. Yeah, we had had no audio anywhere, which I think that's the only time we've ever had that happen. But yeah, I've never heard. Of, I mean, I've heard of you know, you lose an audio here or there or something. But every camera and our audio recorders, everything had no audio on it. They were playing. The audio recorder was playing, but it, it made it didn't create any sound. And then every video, you can see everybody talking, mouths moving, walking around no audio yeah it was definitely a little disappointing to come home and find out that nothing we didn't even have no solid proof or evidence of anything so when you were out there in Bloomfield at uh, Maple Grove Cemetery did y'all encounter anything well there wasn't a whole lot. We first started off focus on the Buchamp and Cook plot. Really didn't get anything, so we decided we were just going to walk around and see, you know, what else we could find. I know at one point in time there was this plot that was kind of by itself, and it had a tree behind it, and the weeds and vines had kind of overtaken it, and there was an iron fence around it. And as I had my phone out, my ghost tube app has the EMF reader on it. 
and the EMF reader was going crazy. So I thought, well, it's just the iron fence causing it. It's picking up energy from it. But it was only picking up in one certain spot of that part. Like I could touch any other part of the fence, get close to any other part, and it wouldn't do nothing. But I was getting a spike just in that one area. We tried to do EVP session and it didn't capture anything. We ended up at this plot of it was a kid's plot and it's really sad because I'm not mistaken it was four or five kids that were buried there uh, and we had gotten before we so as he's walking up to it we had gotten mother over the ovulus and we sat there around it for a little bit and we got why are you here on the ovulus which was the first full sentence we had gotten like that uh, reviewing pictures and video, we really didn't capture anything through the audio or any type of special pictures that I would call paranormal. So we really didn't get a whole lot out there. I don't know if maybe we could go back one night and maybe it's more active at night, but there really wasn't nothing there. That say really the, the, the first time we were there, think. the first time we were there, we went at nighttime. And that's whenever we lost yeah. all audio. This last time that whenever y'all oh. went, I wasn't available. Y'all went during the daytime. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I'm trying to see. So, bear with me. I have this here, the plaque that is actually up by the cemetery and it says romantic 1825 tragedy Beauchamp and his wife Anna buried here in the same coffin at their own request to avenge her alleged seduction by Colonel Solomon Sharp Beauchamp murdered him at Sharp's Frankfurt home in 1825 Beauchamp and Anna were held in Frankfurt jail she was released but joined her husband in his cell, refusing to be separated even by force. He was sentenced to be hung. This is on execution day. They attempted suicide by stabbing themselves. Her wound was fatal, but he lived to be hanged that day. The first legal hanging in Kentucky in 1826. Colonel Sharp's political prominence caused Case to have widespread newspaper publicity. And Edgar Allan Poe and many other authors wrote of the tragedy inspired by the Buchamp's deep devotion and love. And that's actually on the historical plaque before you enter the cemetery. Hmm. Okay. Now I know once you're in the cemetery and you actually find their plot, they have a pretty decent sized headstone. And they also have the one that was kind of buried into the ground, if you remember. Yeah, that was the original one. And it it cracked yeah. and it kind of got deteriorated where you couldn't read all of the writing on it and I don't know who done it I don't know if it was the, the city the town people or um, just some private investor but somebody had another headstone uh, created and then brought out and set up yeah there's a lot that is written on the headstone I can't even remember what was all on there because the whole headstone on the front of it pretty much has writing on it. 
Okay. So, again, that, we also have that video up on our YouTube channel. Again, not a lot going on, but we don't want to hide anything from our viewers. And we don't want to just post the stuff that, you know, gives you a bump scare or try to trick you or nothing like that. Uh, we want to try to go about this legitimately so that one day when we do have actual proof, you know, our viewers, everybody's, I'm a skeptic. Whenever I watch other channels and stuff like that, I see them I'm like, ah, oh, that's not real. And it'll probably still happen with us, but we want to make this as legitimate as possible and if we find proof we want you to believe that it is real because it will be real yeah i'm one of the biggest believers out there i've been into the paranormal since i was a kid i grew up around my dad who is highly strong into it he was a seventh son and based back then you know seventh son could actually communicate with the spirits i've had sisters who practice witchcraft i've had a brother who goes out and he does paranormal investigation so i've pretty much been into paranormal my whole life but i'll be the first to tell you if i don't think something's real or i think it's fake or i just think it's a whole lot of bs because i i thrive on the reality of stuff i, I want to know that there's proof behind what they're capturing i don't and i want evidence i don't want it just to just be like hearsay you know, or just hear something or see something. i don't want it to know it's concrete proof and evidence behind it you know and I, I've uh, I'm part of a lot of different paranormal communities and I was reading somebody had a question and they were a little aggravated which I guess they're kind of like me I hate repetition I hate when I see the same stuff over and over again or hear the same stuff over and over again and their question is, why does every paranormal investigator or ghost hunter or whatever you want to call them, why do they always ask the same questions? Hello, is anyone here? What's your name? You know, why are you here? Is anyone else here? Am I still talking to you? Yada, yada, yada. And they don't ask the questions or they don't try to get the answers to the questions that everybody wants to know. What's the afterlife like? Is there really a heaven and a hell? Is, you know, do you retain all your memories? Uh, who were you in, you know, in life and who are you in death? You know, these kind of questions people want to know. And they got me thinking and possibly going into the future whenever we get somewhere. Because all those questions that most people ask is just trying to start a conversation, being polite and bringing, making the, the spirits more comfortable to communicate with you. Right. So I understand that. But what if we got that out of the way? What if coming into a location, we arrive on scene and then as we're walking into the building or we're, walking into the cemetery or the site whatever it is we just announce ourselves we say who we are why we're there what we're doing 
and then start at, at that's in the very beginning before we start asking real questions and then we just skip past it and maybe ask you know yeah sure is anyone here okay cool what's your name all right hi karen what's what's <laughs> death like you know is there a heaven well, why are you not in heaven you know what's going on just get to the more questions that people really want to know Right. And I do believe there's some of those questions that will never be answered because the way I think about it is I feel like if there are spirits here on earth, they're more trapped in a purgatory or they haven't moved on yet. And that's the way I look at it. But then you also got to watch what you're doing because there have been known to be demonic entities that will pretend to be something they're not. So a lot of those questions, I mean... To actually get intelligent responses is rare in the first place. But if we actually had those questions answered, I mean, that's like a one in a million chance there. Right. So is there... Because you've been doing this for quite a while. Uh, We just recently stopped being private and decided to go on to uh, YouTube and then podcast and tiktok and instagram doing all this other stuff so if you had one tip for anybody starting out as a investigator what would it be that's a good question do your research before you go into anywhere the more research and background knowledge you have of where you're going it kind of helps open up more doors and possibilities that'd probably be the best advice i could give definitely do some research it goes a long way to know what you're dealing with what you're walking into and getting a feel of it before you actually dig in okay my tip which understand understand this and i'll tell you why i don't follow my tip But my tip would be, whatever religion that you follow, carry something from that religion as a protection. Um, Because you don't know about, like we, we talked about earlier, evil spirits, you know, or something trying to mess with you. So you want some kind of protection with you when you're out on these investigations. Now, the reason that I do not follow this tip is because I want hard evidence. I want proof. So if something's going to come out and touch me, I want to get it on camera. If they're going to put claw marks on me, I want to get that on camera. You know, I don't want to try to just be like, I just want to check on just the friendly spirits. I want to see if there's anything, anything that can prove this, that, or the other, I want to be open to it so right that's why i don't follow my tip but that is just me personally i know majority of people are not like me and so carry that protection. really plays a part with fear too if you're the type of person who gets scared easily definitely carry something with you because if there's anything out there evil 
it feeds on your vulnerability and those who are scared are definitely the weak points and they will you will be the target at that point so if you're one of those people who you believe and you're scared then by all means but if you're not scared then I mean you can pack, pack protection sage anything you know just in case of an attachment but yeah the yeah the popular popular belief especially if you're somebody scared because when you're scared supposedly you open yourself up to uh oh what unlost the word anyways you open yourself up to invite more spirits in they could like you said latch on to you uh follow you home yeah so which i don't i don't get scared i don't i don't have that issue uh just uh, a lot of things just don't don't scare me. I don't have a lot of fear. But I get spooked. I'll, I I won't lie. I get spooked under certain circumstances. Our very recent investigation, I got a little spooked, but it wasn't nothing unknown. More as it was the surroundings being in the woods. <laughs> Other than that, I really don't. I mean, ghosts don't scare me. There's really nothing they could do to me that would scare me. Well, I have, I think the reason that I don't get scared is I have a very firm grasp on mortality. Like, yeah, we can, we got all this different medicine and stuff like that. And it's supposed to help us live longer and everything else. But no matter what you do, you're never going to be immortal. You're not going to make it to 150 regardless that we don't even have that technology. So, everyone eventually is going to pass on. You can't stop it. It's inevitable. So, I've got a firm grasp on that. I understand that. I know it's going to happen. And when it's my time, it's my time. So, I'm just not worried about it. So... Right, and the majority of spirits that you're trying to interact with, I mean, at one point in time, if you believe the way I do, they were they were human too. And I mean, once they pass on, there's not really much they can do. I mean, yes, you have poltergeist activity, well, but they have to have energy to feed on. And the more you believe in it and give them energy to feed on, then the more they can do. But if you don't give them that energy, they can't do anything. Well, that's the main thing that you want to uh, shy away from because... The main difference between a normal haunting and a poltergeist is a a normal haunting, they haunt that location. A poltergeist haunts a specific person. So it doesn't matter where you go, how far you go, they're attached to you and they haunt you. So... That's the thing, like, you should carry protection if you don't want that. You're trying to stay away from that. But I'm trying to gain evidence. I want to know. So. Um. I don't have anything else that I can think of at the moment. I think we pretty much covered it all. Okay. So, on that note, we are trying something a little different. Our first three episodes... We never done a podcast before or anything like that, so we were kind of going back and forth. All right, we're going to talk about this. I'm going to talk about this, and you talk about that, and then that'll lead me into talking about it. It was kind of like uh, 
we were over yeah scripted we were very overthinking it i think our last podcast um we were very tired and it was just kind of like fuck it we're just gonna run run head headstrong into this and see what happens and i think it turned out pretty good you know yeah um so if y'all are listening you made it this far let us know did you like the way that we had the first three uh, episodes set up if not if you like this where we're just kind of uh non-rehearsed non-scripted we're just regular conversations let us know also if you got any good tips for anybody that is uh, starting out as a new investigator or any just good tips for any pre-existing experienced investigators uh, we would like to know about that definitely and then we are also on this podcast we're now on anchor and we are on spotify you can also find us on our facebook page at ips we got tiktok it's host.for.the.ghost instagram is ips underscore crew yep all right what's our web page that is ips crew.weebly.com yeah and i ain't letting you get out of not talking about anything we also got twitter right yes that is actually <laughs> ips crew as well okay All right. Till next week. Keep searching.